You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. There goes the stream. And we're good to go. Welcome. What's going on? This is episode 360 of the IT and the D Show broadcasting live from our respective homes. This is Bob the Sales Guy. That's Dave the Geek. Randy, I do the Twitters, is doing the Twitters. Find us online, IT in the D. .com and do us a favor, give us a like on the socials and subscribe to us everywhere. Fine podcasts are sold. Uh, yeah, and uh, as per usual, we yeah no real updates on events. We're we're thinking about September. Uh, we'll see whether they're, they're they're not happening this month. Obviously, uh, we'll see how things evolve and go over the course of the next few weeks, and and figure out if we're doing September shortly. Yeah, I, I got asked by a few people to do virtual events, and my I just answer, don't think it's practical. No, my answer was it's always the same thing. You know, we have eight, 9,000 people in our LinkedIn group uh, and a few others, um, you know, uh, close to that same amount in our uh, Facebook group. I would suggest shooting out a rando email to someone saying, hey, I'm thinking about putting together just doing for like eight to 10 people, um, you know, put it on. I just uh, for us to do that would be just a hellacious amount of work and trying to fit who goes where. Right. And um, which court. Yeah. Who coordinates with what? And yeah. So, you know. We we we've got enough people in this in this thing where I think you know if you guys want to go do it, um, you know go do it. Well, and um, and if you want help coordinating it and that kind of stuff, by all means, feel free to reach out. I mean, we're you know we're more than willing to help make things happen. Yeah, I, I don't. I have no uh, no issues with uh, um, promoting it, court. You know, like yep, it, whatever. If you need help driving people to it, you know, um, yeah. It just right now is just a, it's just a very you know very very weird time. Um, but hey, America is ready to get back to work. But to win in this new economy, you need every advantage to succeed. Smart companies run a NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. With NetSuite, you'll have visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need all in one place. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in sales, NetSuite lets you manage every penny with precision. You'll have the agility to compete with anyone, work from anywhere, run your whole company right from your phone. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to make it happen. NetSuite did you a favor and they surveyed hundreds of business leaders and assembled a playbook on the top strategies they're using as America reopens for business to get your free guide, seven actions businesses need to take now and schedule your free tour. Go to netsuite.com slash IT in the D to get your free guide and schedule your free product tour right now. Just hit, a, hit them up, netsuite.com slash IT in the D. Very cool. Indeed, indeed. Hey, so uh, we, we talked a lot last week about um, Umbrella Academy. Yes. And we've talked a lot uh, in the past about uh, things we hate about shitty time travel in movies. Yes. So there's a problem with the Umbrella Academy. So... And they address they address one small part of it. Uh, right. it Who's the nerd? Nah, you didn't find it. You found it. I, no, no, but it, it like came through an online conversation. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, there's that part, but then what about this entire thing? So there's the one scene where uh, Luther and and five as a kid and five as an adult 
um, are all like basically fighting each other on uh, the grassy knoll in Dealey Plaza. Um, and, and young five says, no, look, old five, you've basically got to go through this portal uh, or else it's uh, it, it ruins everything. Like if you don't go through that portal, I cease to exist. Um, and so and, and they also managed to destroy the suitcase, which also like limits how things can, you know, on, on a paradox front there. The problem like staring at the picture. It's like staring at the picture in uh, uh, the future. Exactly. Uh, so the problem, though, is the ending. So the finale, uh, you know, so the the kids wrap things up, uh, and then they flash forward back to uh, the day after the apocalypse, and 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 uh, I guess I don't know. It's not really spoilers. It's been out for a couple weeks now. Um, they wind up uh, back in uh, Reginald Hargrave's home. Um, but he is no longer their father. Uh, he's no longer, he has no longer adopted them. He has adopted a whole other set of kids, um, because he was so annoyed by them when he ran into them back in the sixties, uh, during the time travel loop. But so if, if you're so worried about paradox that old five had to jump through the thing in order for young five to exist, then how is jumping forward and the umbrella academy no longer exists? And it's now the Sparrow Academy with this whole other set of characters. How does that not eliminate them from doing their like why? Because without Hargraves, none of them ever come together. And so if they're not together, then they're not the Umbrella Academy. They don't go back to 1962. They don't go back to any or 63. They don't go back to any of this stuff. So WTF? They would have disappeared the second that they did that. That's yeah. The second that he talked to them. They gone. Well, yeah, because I mean, like that was the whole thing. Like I was waiting for Allison to like do the whole I heard a rumor thing and like wipe his mind about it, but she never did. Um, and so, yeah, like I'm, I, I whatever. I'm just. This is why uh, time travel never happens. Just it'll never be right. Oh, uh, you know, it's like we've always, you know, all those memes floating around. No, no, tra- time travel exists, and 2020 is proof of it. Because people keep coming back and trying to fix something, but then they make it worse. Like, so that's why the whole murder hornet thing disappeared. But now you have the bubonic plague outbreak in Arizona. <laughs> the B-O-O-Bionic plague? Yes, yes. People are people oh. are growing boobs on their necks. That's exactly oh. what's happening, Bob. Nice. Yes. It could be worse. Um, so uh, apparently our kids aren't starting school this year? Uh, not in school. Not the way yeah. it's looking. Uh, you've got more and more. Uh, I mean, Frazier has not announced yet. I know yours did. Uh, I believe yeah. St. Clair Shores did um, and a few other did that they are going wholly virtual uh, for, for at least the start of school. Uh, and I can't say that I blame them. Uh, you know, and that's in fact, we were just talking pre-show. We're going to get uh, Fred Brown, uh, our, our good old uh, super scary infectious disease expert uh, back on again next week. Uh, and we'll talk to him about, you know, everything that's been going on and, and what's coming and that kind of stuff. You know, what's what's going on with, you know, the vaccines and, and the testing and all that stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I, dude, it's just, I mean, think about it. You've got major league baseball that basically has infinite resources and can't keep outbreaks from happening. You've got football that has infinite resources and can't stop false positives from happening. So I don't see, this is the one thing I want to ask him. This is the one thing I don't get. It's like you go like, like Stafford, the governor of Ohio, like you test positive, then you keep retesting until it's negative, and it's like it's like you just keep doing it until you get the it's, answer. It's you like want. you just keep doing the the breathalyzer until you're down underneath being drunk. That's yeah. <laughs> four hours later. Right. Hey, I'm, not doing I'm totally fine. I'm only a .04. Let me go. Like yeah, the whole thing was Stafford was jacked up. Like his wife, who just got done getting like brain surgery. I don't remember the exact 
Yeah, didn't she have some sort of, uh, I believe it was like a brain cancer thing? Yeah, yeah, but like people are like trashing on her, like out in public. Like, why oh, you how know? dare you be out in public when you've yeah. been exposed to the virus and they were lighting her up? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, one of the um, one of the cool things I did this weekend, and it's a it's an idea for places, and I don't understand why. I mean, I think not everyone can do it, but are you familiar with the uh, Polish uh, Century Club on 15 into Quinder? Yeah, yeah. Like where Polka is, and there's like the, the wedding hall across. Yeah, the street. used to be right by. Yeah, I used to live out that way. Yeah, they took all the banquet tables and chairs and basically took over the parking lot and brought out like a DJ playing Euro. Trash I mean, that's, that's what Detroit shipping company's done. That's yeah. 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 But like, and just like, you know, had everybody running food out and nobody was locked yeah. in except you had, had to pee. Yep. That's, and, that's exactly what DSC is doing. And it's phenomenal except it's incredibly weather dependent. Yeah. Oh, I know if it rained, it would have been, you know, it would have been trash, Yep. but like, it was just nice seeing that many people, together but not together but together right i mean there must have been three four at least 400 people there i mean it was it was packed you couldn't get a seat Um, see which is i mean i guess not to put anybody on blast but like aren't outdoor gatherings limited to 100 people currently but like we they were our tables are so far apart like you i couldn't spit to the next table like it was there was you tried 10 yeah i did (laughs) Could spit. No, I think there was at least 10, 12 feet between tables, at least. Yeah. I mean, it was it was spaced out. It wasn't, yeah. It, nobody, when you walk by, it wouldn't even, weren't even near you. Eh, gotcha. No, it makes sense. No, but just like, you know, families and just, it was, uh, you know. And and is, and is this where uh, you discovered uh, you, you might have been wrong about the QR codes all along? Dude. No, I was. <laughs> so. You guys know I, I love my wife to death. She's the best. Uh, she's medical field. She's not technical. She's the first one to explain it. We go to Miguel's Miguel's uh, tequileria or whatever. I talked about this. Yeah, the garage door is open, so we're like, let's sit down at a restaurant. We haven't been since this right. started. She she takes an effing picture of the Q card and go QR code because it doesn't work. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, babe, love you. No, give me, give me, give me, give me your phone. That's that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Yeah. So, so I had to send a, um, an apology email to the whole entire um, the, the Auburn Hills TIFA tax board because every time we talk about putting a QR QR code on something, I go bananas <laughs> yelling at about how stupid it is. So now I like literally tail between my legs, going I uh, on behalf of uh, myself and myself only. I solemnly apologize. QR codes do have a place in society. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're they're still not incredibly practical, but they they have a function. No, it makes. I've been going out more to more restaurants, or at least for lunch and stuff. And they, um, that yeah, they're 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 phenomenal. They just it's very quick. It's very easy. Um, like again, I like putting them on the back of a semi truck. Stupid <laughs> on a billboard, a little bit more stupider. Right? They're um, super easy on an iPhone. Is it easy on Android? Now it is. Now it is. Yeah. Just pop up, pop up, and you click a click a button, and, and it's you know one of them. I uh, it was forcing a PDF download, so I had to go into my downloads folder. Oh, so probably a menu would be my guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. Then I just pulled up the download, then I deleted it. Um. But yeah, the um, the QR codes have been a uh, been a uh, 
been a been a wonderful uh, resurgence in the world. So, speaking of dumb shit online, can can we get into the dumbest uh, QAnon conspiracy theory dipshit thing of the week? Dude, am I? What did I miss? What the <laughs> hell is QAnon? No, no, no. Like I saw a couple people bringing it up. What is it? Uh, so it, it it is a actually it is a group born out of 4chan of course okay. um and it is people that believe that there is uh an operative named Q uh who is anonymous uh although some people believe that it is Trump himself um Christ. in the government uh who is you know trying to basically you know get the truth out and 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 do their thing uh and so like these are the people that are behind that were behind like the whole Pizzagate thing uh there these are the people that were behind the whole Wayfair thing that we talked about a few weeks ago that kind of stuff that? yes okay. uh so this latest one apparently there is a uh from the Trolls World Tour uh movie uh there's a doll named Poppy uh and 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 Poppy uh when you, you when you push your stomach uh like sings and 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 does all kinds of stuff cuz it's a doll and it's kids and they're trolls and it's about a movie about singing trolls so they sing uh and then there is also uh like a button slash sensor so that when the doll sits down uh cuz this happens in the movie uh she makes like a ooh noise or whatever well so this woman goes and and gets this doll for her kid and and puts this video online about how this button on the doll basically the doll's ass um the butthole is yeah literally it's and and, yeah and it's like normalizing just like real life (laughs) it's you know it's it's (laughs) it's, you know it's basically normalizing pedophilia and normalizing uh you know making sure that kids think it's okay if you know somebody touches you there and you make a silly noise um and and it's just like just the dumbest i mean like seriously like like i don't i i don't i I, like it it just it literally broke my brain who signed off on like having a butthole button on a doll? Well, but it's because it's supposed because when it sits because it happened. Like I said, there's a couple scenes in the movie where when she sits down, it's it's a thing. Like it's you know she sits down and goes ooh like it, whatever. Have, like a red dot sensor or something. Well, like, can how about you don't hey 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 lady how about you don't play with the doll's ass? Like maybe 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 you know when you go looking for shit you'll find shit. That's how that goes. The first thing you do when you buy a doll is take off the pants. I have a six-year-old. Trust me. I don't, I don't think I have a clothed Barbie in my house. And trust me, if there was a butthole button. <laughs> well, but I, the, honestly, the moral of the story is this doll has now been pulled from shelves across America. Like it's, so which has now made it a collector's item, which has now made uh, just, yeah. That's, uh, can that be the, the, the title of this uh, uh, episode 360, hashtag butthole button? Hashtag butthole button, nice. No, that was like the Lion King book where you do like, Squash banana. Yeah. Squash banana. Yeah. With, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. They all what? try to sneak that shit. Don't you don't know about that, Randy? No. Um. Apparently, he was trying to. He was singing in Swahili, like one of the Lion King characters, and it was like a picture book. Like, and you know what? The ones on the right, there's like eight buttons, and it like sings something or makes a noise, yeah. or like, and then you pushed one, and it's the said squash. It sounds like squash bananas up his ass. Um. Which YouTube I heard it about it, it whatever. I, again, if you go looking for shit, you're gonna find shit. That that's how things work. So you know what? I don't get like the the whole the the meme spreading bullshit. Like I'm like, hey, there's gonna be no spirit Halloween, and you're like, no, it's fake. So then I Google it, and I'm like, yeah, it is fake. Why would you make a meme? 
saying that like Spirit of Halloween. Oh, and it wasn't, dude. It wasn't even a meme. It was somebody like took the time to create something that looked like it was on Spirit Halloween letterhead. It was like a, it was like a, a, a sca- that it looked like it was a picture or a scan of like a letter coming from like a higher up at at Spirit Halloween saying they weren't going to be open this year. So it's, I mean, it's e- it's even worse than so like dude, like you can you can whip together a meme in like thirty seconds if that with. But when know- I saw that thing, there was zero chance of it being a leg- legitimate. I'm like, oh cool, no Spirit Halloween, something to talk about. Then I'm like, it's like it's fake. And then I'm like, fake? That looks like the dumbest thing to fake. Because, uh, dude, it why? Because the clickety clicks and the controversy and people are bored and yada, yada, yada. Dude, you want to know about conspiracy theories? Did you see? So obviously you, everyone saw the Beirut explosion. Yep. Oh, dude, those went nuts. Did you quickly. see the one that was in either negative reverse negative or whatever the yeah because you you can you can see a missile in negative but you couldn't see yes. it on the regular film yeah because yeah. they're invisible right Miss, exactly. missiles are invisible it's it's I, I did that's the first thing i said i'm like why wouldn't you be able to see it if it's daylight yeah out? like but like all of a sudden like this thing is you know you put it in negative and whoa, there's that's that's right up there with cartman saying that kyle's face is in the smoke over the twin towers and on 9 11 and, and it's all his fault that's yeah that's probably true <laughs> You find the devils and all that. It's like when you take find it at the right exact moment, right, and and apply the right filter, and yeah. But no, I mean, because I mean, like, and that's it. It is, dude. The weirdest thing about that is, so you know, then the story rapidly came out that there was a whole bunch of ammonium nitrate that was stored in there. And I mean, you know, for those who don't remember or don't know, you know, the whole um, the the uh, federal building in Oklahoma uh, was taken out by a truck with two. with I believe it was two tons. Yes. Of ammonium nitrate, and yes. this had something like three thousand tons stored. Seven hundred, yeah, st- stored in it. So, I mean that, but it, and apparently it had just been sitting there for six or seven years. Um, and, and anyone with like that's ever worked with fertilizer or like even you know basics of chemistry, you don't leave shit like that in a warehouse for six or seven years. Um, because it starts to degrade and it starts to go bad and like bad things start to happen, like things go boom. Uh, and, but then like the weird thing about this is like basically the entire Beirut or I can't, I, I should go back and look at the story again. It's either the entire government of the city of Beirut or the entire government of the country of Lebanon basically just resigned today and said, what? Yeah, no, for real. Like that's a real thing. Like they all just went, yeah, we're out. Yeah, what, all were they, what, what were they under fire for, like, letting this happen? Yeah, yeah, they've known about it for over a year, apparently, that this dangerous payload was sitting in the docks in Beirut. And, yeah, done me, and apparently they just all resigned. Jeez. I mean, if it was terrorism, that's a world's most patient terrorist, you know? like Yeah, we're playing the long game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last week, NPR's Up First had a brief story about where it all came from and how long it's been there and that yeah. kind of thing. So check that out. But yeah, no, speaking of, uh, you know, conspiracy theories and all that fun stuff. Uh, and God, this is getting so much out of your, if you're like, this is getting a ton of traction on the Facebook page. Um, so Friday is the 17th anniversary uh, of the big old blackout of 2003. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I got, I remember, like I said, you know, when, when it became apparent that, the power wasn't popping right back on. I walked out to my car, uh, turned it on, flipped on the radio, and like 
every station was just flooded with, you know, all the, you know, it's, it's another 9-11, it's another terrorist attack, it's another this, it's another that. Um, and so, yeah, like that was, like, I don't, it was just, like we didn't have power for a weekend. It was nuts. I was, uh, I was in Midtown Detroit. Phones weren't working. I remember I had a Nextel flip. Well, because, yeah, because, yeah, hey, okay, kids, 2003, no, no books of the face, no, nope. no, no smartphones, no any of that shit. So I go home and I live in a townhouse cul-de-sac, right? And uh, Magic Mike, who we said, all right, well, if, it, if it's, it powers out all weekend, we weren't freaking out or anything, but he's like, we got to dump out all our crap in the freezer. It's going to go back. Oh, dude, yeah, dude, I grilled like a madman that weekend. We grilled frozen shrimp on the barbecue. Yep. Like, he took out, like, I don't even, like, they were breaded, dude. Like, we stuck to oh, put, <laughs> put wood skewers through them. So we had nothing else to cook. And then, basically, we took out all of our lawn chairs. And since it's a cul-de-sac, all the neighbors, we just started, like, everyone started congregating outside. Bringing, yep. Bringing the tiki torches from the backyards to the front yards. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's one good thing that happened from it. I mean, um <laughs> You have a daughter that's uh, 16 years old, and three months old. Yeah, yeah. Gretchen was born literally nine months, uh, almost to the exact date. I do so, love that story. That's hilarious. That's why you brought it up because you knew I'd be like, yeah. No, I, you know, I did it because, like, I remember. So, yeah, because I, I was working for a beauty industry distributor at the time, um, and so I, you know, after listening to all the shit on the news, I walked back in, and I'm like, you know, we the whole executive committee was, you know, we were in a room, and I just said, hey, look, you know, this is what they're saying, this is what what it's looking like, um, and the owner of the company who just giant bag of douche. Um, but he was like, he was adamant that we shouldn't let people go. And, and, and cause we, you know, we had to get those orders filled and, and everything shipped out. And I just looked at him. I'm like, dude, they're, they're saying it's another nine 11. It's another terrorist attack. UPS and FedEx aren't showing up to pick shit up. Um, and, and there's, there's some things going on right now that are a little bit more important than some nail tech in Jersey getting their polish. Like just no, uh, hey, that's debatable. If you ask the nail tech, I'm just saying, Oh, uh, well, why could, well, they, they weren't, they didn't have power. They weren't going to be open. Right. Yeah. That too. But I mean, that was the best is, you know, cause we had like this whole equipment thing that we ran online. Um, and it was like one of the guys, cause I mean, like, yeah, I'm like, you know, had the car charger would turn the car on, go like charge my phone for a while. So it kept a charge. Um, and one of the guys that owned a new place that was opening, I would place this huge order with us and calls me like in the midst of all this crap. I think it was like, I think it was Saturday. I think it was the Saturday, if I recall correctly. And he was like, hey, man, just, you know, call in to check in and, you know, see if there's any updates or any of that kind of shit. And I'm like, man, aren't you in Virginia? Like, aren't like, don't you not have power too? And he was like, oh, yeah, no, no power. That's that's why I'm calling you. I'm bored of shit. And you at least always make me laugh. So (laughs) if it would have happened today or if it would happen again, I think like the panic would would social media, I think, inflicts more panic than it wouldn't than just by calling like a neighbor. Um, cause that's all we did. We just called neighbors and family and yeah, I said, Hey, you okay. Hey, you got power. All right. Well, shit, I can't come there. Hey, you got power. <laughs> uh, right, what's it say on the news? Nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah. I got some cold, I got some bottles of Jaeger in the freezer. I'm going to pull them out. Yeah. Well, yep. uh, you know, today, uh, everyone, you know, yeah, dogs and cats out. living together. Mass sister. Although right. the, the, dude, the one, uh, the one comment that we got from somebody and I, and I don't have, I don't have the page loading in front of us. I'm sorry. I don't remember her name. Um, but apparently she was, uh, working the front desk at the Detroit Marriott 
when it happened. Um, and so they had to go through and basically manually check and lock for safety every single room, get all the guests out of the rooms. Um, and for those guests that couldn't leave, had to try to figure out how to get them comfy in like one of the ballrooms or something like that. Oh. So they could centralize stuff until it was over. And I'm like, God, like that's a logistical nightmare I didn't even think of. Like that's that had to be the worst. Right. No doubt. Um, I'm squirreling a little bit, but I keep these articles keep coming out and I keep hating them every time because they're worse and worse and worse and worse. CIO magazine must do the seven issues keeping CIOs up at night, just like uh, Maxim does, you know. 15 pounds in 15 days, get them out. The seven things that guys really want. Yeah, yeah. But, like, everything is seven issues keeping CIOs up at night, and not one CIO says anything funny. Like Netflix, Netflix binging. Yeah. Right? Or infomercials. Yeah. Or, you know. Have know, you ever done a marathon? Uh, well, I mean, do you mean on Netflix? Right. <laughs> They're all bullshit answers. Maintaining 100% uptime in my data center. Uh, you know, the, the security of our customers' data. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's, that's not keeping half, you up at night. Almost half reported large-scale adoption of cloud. Uh, my asshole neighbor that keeps shooting off fireworks should be somewhere on there. <laughs> that yippy dog next door. Yeah, the, the yippy dog next door that won't shut up, that they won't bring inside, yeah. Can someone please, if you're listening, I know that every CIO in the country listens. To you, this you all get these surveys. We're just, just, we're begging you, just once, be honest. Like, just, just please. Right. We'll actually take them more seriously if you do. I'll even accept my insatiable wife. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, nuts. So, hey, we, um, you know, we did, we, we touched lightly on the whole uh, Rona thing uh, with Stafford. I do think it's interesting how they're handling the situation now. Whereas, like, like last week we talked about, was it or two weeks ago, where we talked about the whole campus that wants you to wear a bio button, um, which is basically what the Lions are doing, except the Lions are putting microchip devices on all of their players and staff. Um, and what I found really interesting is apparently there are tiers of people that you are allowed to be around or not be around. And if someone is not in one of, and I'm trying to like, how does this work? Um, like, how does the microchip know when it's like, because like I'm not wearing a microchip, they don't know who the hell I am. Um, but like, how does it know if it's not someone in one of those tiers? Like, or is that part of the thing? Like, if you're wearing, if you're around somebody who's wearing one of the microchip things, then great, you're 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 still in the bubble. But if we detect that there's someone close by that isn't wearing one of these because we're not getting a signal, then then bad juju happens. Yeah, it didn't say what like it doesn't didn't designate the tiers, but it's like devices blink and give audio alerts if you get too close to people outside designated tiers. So it's like danger, Will Robinson. Danger, what, 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 danger. It's like I remember. Remember those. Remember those like shitty car alarms that like the guys with like the Nissan NSXs had back in the day. They would be like, "Please take two steps back from the vehicle." Yeah. <laughs> wasn't, it a, wasn't it the Viper? Yeah. Oh, they had, they put them on those too. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like the yeah that seven step. Like, yep. You know, you you knew it. It was almost like a tech bad techno song. Like you knew it exactly. Yep. When it was well, and 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 if you've ever been around, uh, like you know Tom Lawrence or you know anybody with a Tesla, if they have it, in, if they have this feature engaged, um, you know if you walk too close to it, it basically snaps a picture of you. Does it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what? The, so can I throw this out real quick? 
Here's the here's one of the dumbest could, things I've ever heard. Could I stop you if I tried? Let's be honest. No, no. So like Chicago apparently had riots last night and it's pretty bad. Dude. But they they broke into Tesla. Yeah. What are you taking? Yeah, you're not getting the car out. <laughs> They're all bricked. Yeah. Swag. Swag. Well, yeah. Hey, I got my branded T-shirts or whatever. I don't know. Tesla coffee mug, sweet. I mean, but you know, they said the place that got hit the hardest was Old Navy. That what? Like that's your number one target. Although, oh, see the, the video I saw. There was a woman. There was like a huge stack of Lucky Jeans. She's she's like bitching about. I don't need no, no Lucky Jeans. And going someplace else. Well, it's it, what's interesting, and like, and I thought like so. It did, again, I've always said if criminals would just spend like ten percent of the time that they spend on coming up with their criminal plans, um, on doing something productive, life would probably be a lot better in general. But like, so watching how, because uh, I think it was uh, whatever the station is out of Chicago, I was watching their live stream for a while, and they were showing a lot of the recorded footage uh, from the security cameras, and basically what looters are doing now is they're getting these caravans of cars together. And then so then they're all coming to a stop at this like and there's there's like at least a couple rows. So you've got like six to nine cars that are all in on this together. And then they all stop to block traffic. And then everybody jumps out, goes, breaks a window, loots a store, does their shit uh, and then runs back out of the store, throws all the shit in the car. And then like the first two rows of cars start driving away to make their escape. While like the third row is sitting there, like, hey, we don't know what's going on. We're just we're just here while those people were doing bad things. Like that's it, just those are all gamers. They all played Call of Duty. At, entirely they're possible. All playing, they're all playing Plunder right now. Like the point is, you get all the money. <laughs> those that's that's total gaming strategy. You got you know two guys looking out the front. So you got the blockers. You've got yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's well, it's weird because like apparently some shit's been going on in DC too, but you're not hearing about it on the news. Like I've got friends down there that are saying that there was a bunch of shit that went on there last night and even today. Um, And I guess the news broke that uh, you know Trump was doing a uh, like a press briefing or something and got basically rushed out of the damn room right after he started because there was a shooting, um, uh, uh, an officer involved shooting right in front of the White House. Um, But apparently. But apparently there was a lot of shit that's been going on there for like the last 24 hours that isn't hitting the wire. And so I'm I'm, I'm curious. I want to see how much more that develops. Like, I, I, like I ch- I've been checking in with a few friends just to get some more details. But yeah, there's there's like it's not it's not quiet. Like people like people like we stop seeing it on the news every night. And so we you know, kind of dismiss it and think it's not still going on. Oh, no, no. Shit's still going on. Yeah. No, I check. Uh, I always check YouTube on like unedited indie. Like they'll upload anything. Yeah. So like you know, I always watch like four or five, so there's like no narrative. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah, just show me the, just show me the data and let me yeah make up my own talk. mind. Yeah, I don't want to hear what you got to say. Like, you know, let me see what's going on. Um, speaking of Trump, and it was by by far my favorite meme this week that I uploaded on our Facebook page was uh, they ordered banning TikTok unless they sold to a U.S. based corporation. Right. So by isn't it by September fifteenth, if I recall correctly? 40, yes. Forty-five days. Yeah. So basically, there was the Spice Girls. That said, if you want to, steal if you want to steal my data, you got to be a U.S. based corporation because <laughs> that matters, apparently. Right. Uh, well, you know, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, well, so I mean, Facebook launched uh, what is it, Instagram Reels, I believe, 
this week, which is supposed to be like the TikTok competitor. Um, and, and uh, dude, uh, it's you know, okay, but well, but I mean, like, so you talk about like data collection, dude. Nobody's collecting more data on you or me or anybody else than Facebook is. Like, let's just Google, be real. Google's more. Uh, <laughs> man, I. I guess location is it is Facebook collecting your minute by minute. Uh, if you don't tell it not to, yeah. And most people don't pay yeah. attention to that shit. So now here's the thing, though. Like, you know, I got two teenage daughters, and I started talking to them about TikTok, and they're like, they they could give two shits about whatever. I'm like, they pretty much about what these companies about TikTok owning all their all the base. Oh yeah, because they don't get it. They don't care. No, because they're like, they're like, they're like, what do they own? I go, they know where you are. They have access to all your pictures. They do this. They, you know, you start buying stuff with a credit card. You know, they basically they got access to all your stored passwords. Blah, blah. Like, nah, it's basically, nah. I'm gonna go do my stupid, you know, thing upstairs. My yeah, stupid twenty second video. Yeah, I get it. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, and it's uh, you know, well, but then again, I mean, you're the guy that still has all the default passwords on all the devices in your house. So I mean, who are you to be preaching, you know, security to your kids? I'm just saying. Just my <laughs> canaries. <laughs> I don't care about my nest and canary. Well, see, and, and they don't care about the TikToks. That it's go, it's go look at my front door, Amazon Cam. You can see all my neighbors walking by. Right. Ooh. So, I, so this this one, like, I'm trying to figure out it, if I'm okay with this or not. So Disney Plus, uh, which I, I know I've got, I know you've got, Randy. I think you have as well. Yep. Um, Disney Plus announced that uh, Mulan, the live action version, uh, which was supposed to hit theaters is instead going to go straight to Disney+. Plus. Uh, okay, cool. That's great. Downside is it's going to go to Disney+, Plus for an extra $30 you have to pay in order to see it. I, that I don't like. Yeah. Like, dude, like, so here's the thing. Like, and this is what I don't understand is why, number one, you're going to piss off your current subscribers because if I'm already paying you, you know, whatever to have this, you know, every month, then kiss my ass. Content is content. Um, but then, two, why wouldn't you? Because, like, you look at how, I mean, I get it. Like, dude, Disney's like stock is tanking. The parks are closing again. Like, they're going to reduced hours and all that crap. So, I mean, I get it. You're not having the best year, but then, you know, your one bright spot is Disney Plus with all of your subscribers and that kind of stuff. So, why wouldn't you use this? As the teaser that hey, right. it's only being released on Disney Plus. So if you want it, you better come subscribe. Well, nobody's been excited about Disney Plus since Mandalorian. That's why everybody jumped on it anyway. Well, but Mandalorian two is getting ready to come out. So yeah, yeah, but like well, season two. Shit. So answer me a question, by the way. So um, do people with subscription services not go see movies in theaters, or <sighs> because how many? How much would it cost to take your family to go see Mulan in theater? I mean, probably. Bucks. Yeah, I was just going to go probably a hundo. <laughs> yeah, so you can pay 30 and, you know, fill your living room with people to okay, watch it. Okay, but I don't have a subscription service to a movie theater. Like I'm that's that's not how that is. Well, you can wait until it's free on Disney Plus. I mean, it's going to be free eventually. So, I, answer me this. I like, just no sir, I don't like it. The answer me this. I watched <laughs> Lion King with with Bo and Annie the other night. Okay. That Which Sunday one? Night, Original night. or the no CGI the John Favreau one? Ew. And everyone was saying it was hot trash, and then the story was bastardized and it was garbage. And I'm like, it was fine. Like I don't understand they they hate. It wasn't that bad. Am I missing something? Yeah, you didn't see character expressions on their faces like you did in the animated version. 
that's it. That was the big criticism is it felt flat because you couldn't actually, they were animals and not big cartoon characterizations of emotions. Well, animals don't look surprised. They just eat stuff. Well, they don't talk either. <laughs> but that's why they hated it. Like that was the yeah. only reason. God, I that, heard, I yeah. heard everywhere it was hot trash, and I'm like, it was, I mean, I, but I, I mean, Megatron had lips in the Transformers cartoon. That, that was, was so stupid. <laughs> At least give it like two pieces of metal. That no, no, no. They were, they were. We talked about that. They were full pouty lips. Like, let's be I clear. Know. Like Megatron had some diesels. Meg- <laughs> so speaking of like the reboot, we're getting reboot like galore. It's rebootomania. Like nothing else is going on. Like you think people are sitting at home doing jack shit. They could come up with a couple decent ideas. No. No, no they can't. Um, you know, Ren and Stimpy got, got greenlit. So did Animaniacs. Yeah. And That's been in the works for a while. Well, apparently like Ren, Ren, but here's Ren. the thing. Like Ren and Stimpy, apparently Bob Camp is not involved. Okay. Like, how do you do that? Like, what's wrong with you? But it's kind of like Beavis and Butthead. It's like, it's not, it doesn't translate to, especially the way Beavis and Butthead were, like music videos and everything. That was right. like a big thing. It doesn't translate today because nobody watches music videos. So what are they going to do? Oh, oh, but, oh, but they do when there's, so, and I, so are you following all of the, uh, the chaos and mayhem that's going on around uh, th- that WAP? song and video that's out i saw a thing on it i didn't click on it it's yeah so apparently cardi b and meg the stallion uh released a song just go with it uh released a song called wap that is just hypersexual and and i mean it is what it is and like people are all like like certain people are all like clutching their pearls and you know whatever and like they're all aghast by it i'm like is it about wireless uh, security yes it's wireless access protocol oh. that's that's what it is uh cool. and uh you know deep uh deep router penetration is oh. what it's really really all oh. about yeah cool. uh you know <laughs> and uh so i'm like look I'm like, y'all know damn well and good that in 19, like all the people bitching about it, I'm like, you in 1994 were dancing your ass off to Short Dick Man and Lick It by 20 Fingers featuring Gillette. Uh, you were, you know, Oaktown 357, Juicy Got Us Crazy. You were dancing to it. Salt and Pepper Push It. You know every damn word. Like, and more to the point, like, devote, do me. Exactly. Like, it's like, this is not so, like, it's, yeah, but that, that but I, like, I, that's the thing is like even ignoring the male song like songs by males that are hypersexualized this is not the first time a woman has done it and i love i, I saw somebody's post that like basically posted this it was a, a record uh or a series of re- collection of songs from 1934 to 1935 um by this woman who just some of the raunchiest like i can't believe it was actually made into an album and i'll have to, i'll shoot you the link because i don't want to get too deep into it here i mean does anyone does anyone know to this day what what her milkshake actually was and why they went in the back and not knocked on the front door not a clue why'd they go in the yard why'd they go to the yard i don't know why they knock on the front door the milkshake was that good. What was the milkshake, though? Well, but according to current social distancing rules, you can only bring nine boys to the yard. That's ooh, that's ooh. yeah, that's that's the limit. Uh, Eleven, then you get the Rona. Then then you get the Rona. That's how that works. Uh, but no, so there's that, and then apparently there's a Knight Rider movie on the way. That's gonna. You know what? Do you remember the Knight Rider movie in shit? What was it like? It was it 2004 ish. There was a TV series. Yeah, yeah, that was a Mustang. Yeah, and it was hot trash. And it was the guy from uh, Hawaii Five O, 
Uh, yeah. Which Hawaii Five-0? The updated Hawaii Five-0. That's yeah. James Khan. No, not the no. Oh. But no, so yes, yes, I absolutely remember that. But like, so what is this one gonna be? Like, is it gonna be a vet? Is it gonna uh, be- whoever gives them the most money? I would assume. I mean, there have been rumors about them re-releasing the Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am. Oh, God, they've been talking about that for 15 years. Yeah, and it's all every time something comes out, it's complete horse. You know, of course, is it so now here's the thing. Is it going to be yuck, yuck, funny like chips, um, ba- like Baywatch? And they're going to get, you know, hassle off to play like, you know, have some shit ass cameo. Yeah, I'll be drunk eating a cheeseburger on a floor. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, what was the other? Oh, the reboot. It's not a reboot, but it's a. I guess they're filming John Wick four and five back to back. Yeah. Well, so and I and I get it because it's not like this isn't the first time they've done that. Like so, like and in fact, it's not even the first time Keanu Reeves has done it. Like they filmed Matrix two and three um, at the same time uh, and and then released them, you know, a, a while apart. What's interesting? So yeah, they're filming four and they like they, so yeah they haven't even filmed four and they've already been greenlit for five, which is cool, good for them. But what's interesting is, like, so I remember, like, end of last year, earlier this year, who knows in quarantine, because it's all it's all just a blur. Um, they were talking about how apparently uh, the Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 were scheduled to drop on the same day. Like, that was like that was supposed to be like the big like theater battle was basically the battle of the Keanu's um, and, and, and which one was going to win. And so now apparently that cannot happen because he is contractually obligated to finish filming Matrix 4 before he do- before he even sets foot on John Wick 4. I swear that he came right off a of John Wick set and went on to Bill and Ted. Like he for- I think he forgot how he was during Bill and Ted. That that looks like the biggest bag of toilet. Dude, you know damn well and good that that's that's the Dude, that movie's made for us. Like it is the- it's going to be the yuck yuck nostalgia heartstring pull that hey he's got like that he's got like that like once like christian bale became batman he can't stop talking like that right i'm batman it's like like that now it's like he's john wick now like he's just he's stuck like you could tell be be excellent to each other like his Party eyes on, can't dude. even open up. Did you see the previews? Like, <laughs> like, is he like you know, excellent. His eyes are all big. Like, no, they're still like crunched. Uh, be excellent yeah. to each other. Uh, right. Yeah. Six, Sixty-nine dudes. Uh, Why'd you cast Morpheus <laughs> in the same goddamn movie? <laughs> <You know. laughs> Why'd you say Martha? Uh do do do. Did you get your hands on any rocket IPO? I, yeah, I did just because I want to see what's going to happen. Yeah, my bro, uh, my broker, uh, I guess the company that they're with is part of it. So he's like, "You wanna, you want some shares?" And I'm like, "I guess." You know, I, you know, it, it, it why not? I mean, it. We'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I am, I'm, I'm still curious as to how that whole set of companies is going to do uh you know with you know everything that everything that went on with gilbert and you know that like that hasn't been in the news much lately at all um so I mean, just, i'm just curious to see how it goes and i but i mean you know they're a company that's invested a lot in the area um, and a lot downtown and hopefully they continue to do so uh and so we'll see how it goes i mean i think they're diversified enough with their with the casino holdings alone yeah and like the commercial real estate market's going to shit the bed dude that's going to get 
Yeah, and the, dude, that's the more and more I talk to people about that, like the uglier and uglier that situation sounds like it's going to get. Like, I don't think pe- people just do not understand how, like, because, and there are, I mean, dude, there are a ton of people that are like just parked and sitting on buildings downtown right now, hoping that, you know, they're going to be the next, you know, multi million dollar buyout because somebody put, wants to put a weed factory or, you know, a weed farm in it um, or a grow room or, you know, whatever. Like just and dude, like with everything that's going on and all the companies giving up office space and all the companies giving up, you know, just saying everybody's going to work from home now and and all that stuff. I I got got look at United Shore. I mean, like you know, United Shore just you know they they're in the midst of building out that huge you know new extension and they just okay yeah people that are working from home can work from home until at least January. So, I mean, you know, and we've seen, you know, Google and a bunch of, you know, and Twitter and a bunch of other companies have come out and said, yeah, it might be work from home forever for certain positions and that kind of stuff. So I just, I don't, I don't think people understand like how weird the commercial real estate market's going to get. Well, I've been looking, we've been looking at space now for like three weeks and prices are ridiculous and no one's budging. Um, we finally. No, because they, a- they do. They probably bought high hoping to flip. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and like, like the- the trash buildings in Detroit. It's like I had to step over like empty tequila bottles and glass. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Why didn't you? Why didn't you choose our property?" I'm like, "The whole point of this is to bring customers and vendors." And you're telling me, you know, I got to step over tequila bottles, yeah. you know, on Monday morning. Um, we ended up uh, we're going to sublease from a, a friend of ours that got like seventeen thousand or eighteen thousand square feet. And as like the the end of the building was, he saved it just in case, and he doesn't need it. So he's like, "You know, we're basically getting it for half." Cool. Um, so yeah, so you know, down in the uh, Melrose corridor where all the data centers are. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. No, cool, cool. But I mean, yeah, the, the prices that they're holding on to, like, are, are sick. You know, you know, we have, a, we have a mutual friend that got space in Midtown, and like, what he's paying for it. I mean, it's a sexy space, but like, yeesh. You know what I mean? Like, that's like three x my mortgage, like, <laughs> dude. You know, yeah, per month. And, yeah, and it's. Dude, and that's you know, and that's the thing. And what, yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's not like now is not the time to be, you know, jumping in and trying to like you know either flip or getting you know get investments in the in the commercial real estate market. State market is just ugh, ugly. Yeah, um, but at least uh, at least you're not having a bad week like the guy from uh, Leland. Ocon. Dude, I was I was just gonna say you know he's having the worst week ever. Uh, so yeah, good old uh, good old Tom Eckerly. Uh, who is the uh, Leelanau Road? Uh, I want to make sure I get this right. He is the road commissioner. Uh, apparently, uh, was in a meeting uh, and said, uh, "You know, I, I don't care about all this nonsense. It's because all of those <clears throat> n words uh, down in Detroit. That's why the problems exist." Uh, and people were like, "Oh, you, you, dude, you can't say that. Like, what's wrong with you?" And he's like, "Oh, I absolutely can." Well, then he went on NPR the next, and I love, I love how in the span of, I think it was like eight hours. Like, I shot out the link to the NPR story where he goes on the radio and he's like, "No, I can absolutely say that word. It's you know, n word, n word, n word, n word." You know, it's and they are what they are, and 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 I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's not going to work out well for him. And then eight hours later, Morgan Freeman a voice. It did not, in fact, work out well for him because yeah, he resigned. He gone. He went on to say it's the same as saying he was German or Polak, and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's it's really not. It's like like are you stuck in a time capsule? Like, do you not think that like you think that everyone got them AM radios? They're not going to hear what I said. 
<laughs> yeah, you don't think there's somebody in the room posting it to social media while you're talking? Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. It's like, holy, do you what? Like, yeah, exactly. Share. Yeah. Um, hey, so uh, what are you going to do with your Saturdays this year, Bob? Not watch college football. Yeah, good. college sports, fall down, go boom. Dude, that's it's such, I was watching it. Uh, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, I guess the Big Ten voted 12 against. 10 to 2, I think, yeah. Iowa and Nebraska said, you know, yeah, they want to play. And, like, the impact that it has, it's, I don't know, if you look at it from a, you know, feeding the NFL and, you know, just, like, what it does for revenue generation for those schools. Right. Like, to support the other sports, you know what I mean, that don't make any revenue. Like, Dude, this is a, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Well, but I mean, but none of those other sports are playing this year either. So, well, I mean, some are. That's the weird thing. Like, like I'm watching baseball right now on TV. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, college sports. I don't know. I, I think lacrosse might be still playing. I'm not sure. Um, it's just, you know, again, it's the this whole like, not the nitpicky thing, but like, why does all these other things get to play and like that one doesn't, but this one does and you know, I guess I guess they're all making personal decisions, which is fine. You know, what doing what's best for the kids or safe or I don't you know, I don't even know anymore. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, and you look at it like, you know, so for kids that this was their last year, um, you know, you kind of feel for them because like, this is the year they're usually looking to showcase before they go on the draft and all that stuff. Um, so, I mean, it is it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out over the course of the oh, next Dave, year. I got the I got the I should have led, led with the story. This is the best thing I've heard all year. Um We've all heard email spoofing stories where someone, you know, took on the CFO's letterhead and right. told the CEO to wire me some money, got away with, uh, you know. So somebody sent this person an email with the CFO's name, but it was garbledjargon at gmail.com. Okay. Right. But like the name was of the CFO. Right. And said, I'm in a bind. How much credit do you have open on your card still? And the guy's like, he went out and proceeded to buy $12,000 in gift cards. Oh, good God. And then, and then called the CFO to see if he got them. And they're like, we're the, you know, no, no. But now like this dipshittery. Like, do you still want him, A, working for your company? It's on his personal account now. Right, yeah, because, yeah, that money's spent, and you did it, so it's not like you can claim fraud. No, and you can't, like, ask your company to reimburse you because they'll well, soon probably fire you. Wow. You got to that point. You got that to that point where your CFO wants gift cards to Amazon. Right, and why would you have not made that phone call first? Just to go, hey, dude, what's going on? Like, why, why are you in such a bind? Right, right, or anything for that matter. It's just like, and it's all, it's not even like it's a small company. It's a hundred million dollar company. Um, <sighs> it just makes me cry. It makes me. It, I could just see every security professional that I know just face palming, going pinching bridge of nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess what's your take on this whole story about Amazon moving into? Uh, basically abandoned Sears and JCPenney locations in malls. You get to shop there, or is it just warehouse? No, it's just warehouse. 
Why do you want it in prime locale? I mean, I guess here's the thing. Because no, well, a nobody else aren't a thing anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, nobody else is. If they if they could lease it to anybody else, I'm sure they would. Well, I mean, how many M1 combat laser tag or Planet Fitness Spirit Halloween (laughs) Spirit? This is seasonal, but like, what what are they all turn? They're all turning into the you know Planet Fitnesses. Yeah, how many of them can you possibly need? So like, but do I, you know, going to Lakeside Mall and having the end cap of just a warehouse? It seems like a really stupid use of space. Well, but you know, again, you know, if, if you could find somebody else to lease it, great, more power to you. Um, but I mean, that's that's the complaint that basically all of the other tenants of you know these malls that are having these discussions are having is okay. Well, what does that do for us? You know, other than basically you're bringing our competition in to make shopping, you know, make delivery easier. You know where they don't have to come to our stores because there's now a warehouse location there, so everybody within a you know fifty mile radius gets even faster delivery of shit. Yeah. yeah, you know. So I mean, it's it it's again. I'm I'm I just I, I want to see how that's going to play. Um, we talked about what is it? we wrote a blog probably like ten years ago, and like what is it that you do here? <laughs> yep, and it's never been worse. I'm my my LinkedIn's getting destroyed, and I'm starting to answer people back. And as you've always wanted to, yeah, yeah. I'm just now. I'm now. I can. Well, as um, you should. And I'm getting. And I'm not being rude, but like I'll give. I'll give you an example. And if I just don't understand, so like, I really like. Okay, so like, bear work with me here. I really like what your company is doing, and would love to learn more about you. I've worked with many professionals over the last twenty years. I think it's worth our time to have a conversation to see if our companies would be a good fit for partnership. I'm confident we can make more money together on our own and well as care more deeply for our customer base. Do you have time for a call? That's all copy paste. Like there's no customization per Zero. client. Yeah. So then I go to his website cause I'm like, just, I'm trying to figure out what is it that you do here? Right. I answer, I respond, are you a telecom broker? Right. And he's like, I am, but not the typical kind, meaning I have over two, blah, 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 blah. And my company's the best. And, you know, um, like, why don't you just say, I'm a broker. I'm, I'm really good at what I do. There, I don't know if there's a chance to, you know, share clients. You know what I mean? But I'd love to talk or, to you. Yeah, even more direct. Like, here's who I am. Here's what I do. And here's how the two of us could work together. Yeah, I had to like, deal with it also with, um, with a guy that was, I'm like, are you a recruiter? And it was the same thing. Oh. Listen to this. Um, we help companies strengthen their hiring process to make more informed hiring decisions. I'm not sure what I do is relevant to you, but I would enjoy, you know, would you open for a conversation? I'm like, are you a recruiter? No, we are disruptors of the recruiting space. Oh, good God. We built our model. I'm like, you're a recruiter. Like, it's not a bad thing to say you're a recruiter. You know, it's all hmm. about re- it's relationships in that space. So it's like, I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with, you know, I'll answer like two a day now. Right. Like, are you, you know, are you just this? Like, why can't you just tell me? Like, and the cut and paste, there's like four paragraphs of stuff. Yeah. Which I'm not, I'm not reading on a, like, I'm not reading that on a LinkedIn connection request. I'm just not. Right. Like you do that. I do this. Let's, you know, go have coffee and, you know, if it works out, we can touch peepees, you know, like, isn't that (laughs) the hell kind of meetings are you having? Bob? (laughs) Good one. Good one. Wow. 
And how many times does the word docking appear on your calendar? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, the Lean on All guy is having the uh, the worst week ever. Apparently, you know who's been having a really good time or a really good time over these last few months? Foot Locker. I, I, could, I don't understand. Dude. I, I do, but I don't. It it and I've, I've been talking about this. So the guys that run uh, Sneaker Box, you know, they're they're back in studios on Thursday nights downtown, and we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. They've been in where like apparently like the both like just sneaker retail and the aftermarket have not taken a hit at all during like this entire chaos. And it's one of like oh, and, and he's like oh dude, he's like it's totally because people are spending. Their stimulus money, their unemployment money, you know, they're spe- like that's what they're spending it on is sneakers. And I'm like, I really? Okay, I guess. I am getting a crew to paint my condo. Just pulling teeth, dude. Like, I'm not even kidding because they're all getting the checks. Uh. But, like, you know, you get extra. Dude, that, that, but that joke was going back way back when Bush gave out the 300 bucks and right. everybody. Like buy buy Walmart stock because everybody's getting a flat screen. And those <laughs> new, dude. Every every time you know uh, tax refund season comes around, right? But like, what's the what's the new thing right now? Not there's not much except for like, like I'm seeing like vintage stuff. Like there's just what else is new? Like well, because you know, that's because electronics. It's because they're appealing to us, Bob. That's that's why. Here, that- here, here's here, dude. Did you see the? Did you see the video? I, I, I don't think I put it in one of the group chats, uh, but I wanted to. Like, apparently, do you remember those evil Knievel toys when we had when we were a kid? Like yeah, the one, the little wind up one that like you pulled yeah. the string and then like it would do and do yeah. the jump and yeah, flip and all. Yeah. yeah, apparently uh, those are making a huge comeback and and for the low low price of you know sixty dollars plus shipping. Oh, the new ones. Yeah. See, you know what's get you know what's pissing me off. I was um big long thread with Mark. I don't know if did we talk about this already with the Mandalorian with the black series figures, and then there's the 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 white box figures were limited release, so the the black series are like still worth just twenty bucks, but the limited release um, are worth like eight nine hundred bucks now. Like so, like the new releases of of toys, they're only like okay, it's a JC Penny exclusive, and they're only like dropping a thousand of them, and then there's a huge run on those, and then there's like the second after. Like I don't understand. Why they're creating? it are they creating? I don't know why. Explain to me why they're creating a secondary market demand because they're not making any money off of it. Uh, um, no, but it creates buzz around what they're doing, and and so people then go out and try to find the other ones as well just to have them. Um, you know, and and some of it is they can gauge their price points for future releases. Transformers is a big one that does store exclusive. Well, and, and like it, yeah, and but like, is it? Well, and I mean, that's happened, dude, like Star Wars did that with, you know, there were certain, you know, Hasbro or Kenner figures that were, you know, only available in certain stores and certain locations or a Toys R Us exclusive or this or that or the other thing. So, I mean, it's not like it's new, but eh. You get the Emperor with five UPC labels. Yeah, or, the, you know, the Boba Fett and, and the Boba Fett. Um, but it, it, yeah, because I, I, I mean, but again, like you and I don't have that mindset like to us. They're toys, like, and that's that's all they are. Right. They're 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 things. I'm going to take them out of the box. I'm going to set it up on the bar or on my desk or whatever else, and that's all it's ever going to be. Like I, and, but yeah. Well, the thing that's getting me is I have an entire book bookcase full of baseball cards, and not just baseball cards. I got football cards. I got wrestling cards. I got <laughs> that Star Wars cards aren't worth anything. 
Well, well, then I look at like I follow Pristine Auction all the time because they always have some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, they do. While they have, um, I bought my Bosworth jersey there, um, but they have like the Trout rookies, like a thousand bucks. Um, like the Jordan one is like four grand. The eighty six, eighty seven Fleer Jordan. Okay, but is that what they're really going for, or is that what? pristine auctions is throwing them out at hoping some idiot with an open balance on his credit card is going to be drunk and click and buy it i don't know that's why i bought my shack rookies i was drunk the do you remember the baseball card shows like on channel 38 yep like who's got a baby yeah i remember i bought like there's like a shaquille o'neal every rookie card and i bought the whole thing <laughs> and, and if it's worth anything i was like one of those worth these days <laughs> nickel um like I like I I heard the Star Wars cards, but see, like some of them are only if they're unopened. Like so, I remember, like I bought like it was like a ninety-two tops, and I bought like six boxes of them, like unopened. They're those right. Are worth a nickel. Those are worth a nickel. You know well, but I mean? it, so like me, like like when I when, like when I bought those, I I would just wait, and then I would buy the sets at cons. Um, just because like I I don't want to go through the pain in the ass of like opening the deck and trying to make sure I have the entire set and all that nonsense. Um, so I was because again to me like I want them because I want them, not because I want to sit on them and resell them at some future point in time. So I mean, it's you know they're, they're worth whatever they're worth to you. Well, I bought like the yeah that was the um uh I for, I forget what year it was, but that was the year where Billy Ripken had F face on the bottom of his right. Head. And I bought like I remember like every like, I'd save up and when the card like when the cards dropped, I would get the Fleer, the Dunross, the Tops, and I would like because the, the, the yeah they all came out. Did I I had a bunch of them back in the day too. Yep. Yeah, because the card shop would would assemble the, the thing, and I remember buying it, and then like years later, I went through it looking for the Billy Ripken card, not in there. Of course. Yeah, I'm like that one card. The, the the whole point of buying this set was for that one card, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, like all the um, Barry Sanders, I think I got 30 rookie cards of him from all different, you know, platforms and all that. I think that's a $20 card. And I got to go get it, pay $5 to get a gem mint rated and hope, hope I can sell it for 15 Right. You know, pisses me off. Eh. So I, I'm curious. Like I, I, I did download this and I started playing around with it, but I haven't got too deep with it. The, uh, the Fox software um, that basically screws with facial recognition technology kind of interesting but i'm kind of because i mean it's it's almost like i i feel like this is the closing the you know the barn door after the horse has already escaped though um because like this was developed in response to uh basically facial recognition software combing and grabbing just hundreds of millions of images uh from you know facebook and instagram and all that kind of stuff without any user permission whatsoever um and so but it's designed to basically add a uh layer uh, on top of the image uh to make it basically unusable to facial recognition technology i was gonna say i, I couldn't figure out what it does like it just is like like how does it does, is it like scrambles it yeah, yeah. I mean, it 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 subtle it subtly tweaks your images um, of your face enough that like your your like, and it's funny because like if you look at the examples, if you look really really hard, you can see what it's done. Like it's put the cheekbones, you know, maybe you know a, a centimeter further apart, or you know, it's just some tiny amount, um, or your smile, like your you know your eyes are a little bit further set apart, that kind of thing. Don't they have the the, the glasses that like stick with that like, bounce stuff back? Yep rob a bank you know what they should make 
if it's you could do the backgrounds on Zoom calls, um, why can't you do them on facial recognition? So like Peter Griffin, you walk around all day, and that's your face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or make it whatever you want it to be. Um, that technology has to be there. I mean, what do you it. what do you like carrying a projection booth around with you? Like, what? Yes. How do you, how do you foresee yeah. that working? Well, how does yeah, that, how do you affect? Know? This is for like digital files that already exist, not real time. Right. Camera tracking. Oh, so I'm talking like you put the thing around your neck and then you have the thing, the, the video camera shoot to your face. <laughs> I mean, they have like camera proof apparel where it's like a scarf that looks normal, but when a camera sees it, it like reflects a whole bunch of light. Yeah. So it, the camera can't recognize you. But the downside is you're wearing a huge shiny scarf. So there's that. It, didn't, it worked in, didn't work in Minority Report or Face Off. One of those two works. <laughs> For sure. Isn't that, isn't that our theory? If it worked in Running Man, it'll work now. <laughs> Why haven't we brought back Running Man? Why, like, why, like, and I don't mean like as a reboot. I mean like in real life. Like, let let's just make that happen already. I'm I'm good with it. Uh it depends what they do, but yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah, like pedos, um, murders, like, but you know, yeah, let them let them run the put it on pay per view forty nine ninety five. Right, pay off the national debt. I'm perfectly okay with it. They bring out uh, Jesse the Body Ventura with the. Say so is Richard? Yeah, no, is Richard Dawson still alive? I don't. I don't he hasn't been alive in fifteen years. Uh, no, nah, I don't think he's been dead that long. He's been dead that long. Now I gotta look. I want to look it up now. That's what I'm he's doing. Been dead fifteen years. Uh, holy shit! Nineteen? Oh, no, died uh, twenty twelve. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah, he was, and he was old man. He was born. Uh, what nine years before my dad dude he was old when they did hogan's heroes like <laughs> that's a show they should bring back oh yeah because that's what the world needs more actually you know what I, uh, people running amok and the making fun of nazis might not actually be a bad thing right now I, I, I you might be onto something that's uh that's like mike zapsik's favorite <laughs> thing to talk about is bringing back hogan's heroes <laughs> Hogan! Speaking of which, dude, shout out to those guys. The poor bastards. Uh, apparently, the building that their studio's in caught on fire. Um, they didn't have any damage to the studio itself, but they had a lot of smoke damage. Uh, so apparently, that's still getting cleaned out. I caught a video from them earlier. They were basically sitting in the garage talking about stuff because <laughs> they couldn't be in the studio. But uh, yeah, hope everything gets cleaned up for them quickly. Insurance money. Ah, did I say that out loud? Nah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it is Jersey. You never know. That's that's a thing. Uh, all right. Well, we got anything else or are we good? No. Anything else on TV you've been watching? I'm running out of crap. Uh, dude, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the X-Files being on Hulu has has basically consumed my life. Like that's uh, that's like I'm, I don't care how many times I've seen it. Like it's just it's it's like when the Godfather comes on, I got to watch it. Uh, so like that's like and I'm watching at least an episode a day just to just to burn my way through it. And the best part is, is Hulu not only had so this is and this is where I always run into issues with like net like when Netflix or Amazon had it, they would have the series but not the movies. So Hulu has both the series and the movies. So you can actually burn through and catch everything properly. See, I'm uh I'm so into Letter Kenny right now, you have no idea. <laughs> like it got to, it got to the point where I couldn't believe that they can deliver those lines without laughing. So now I'm looking up bloopers. I'm looking up interviews cuz I want to see how they are in real life. Right. Like, this is how it's how far down the tracks I am with Letter Kenny. And I'm still I'm I couldn't be 
angrier as a human being that I can't do one line. Like I can't sit here and do a line or do a bit. No, because yeah, it, that's not that kind of show. Basically, yeah, like like the my favorite right now is is Shorzy when he's ye- t- yelling at the hockey guys when he's taking a dump. Like I freaking lo- like belly laugh in this house. Like it literally shakes the walls. Me belly laughing, <laughs> and I'm like I've watched it like 18 times, just trying to like get one of the your mom jokes, and I can't. Yeah, do it. yeah it, 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 no, it doesn't work that way. No, like well, just one line. I want one master one line. I can't do it. Yeah. Time I do, it's not gonna be funny anyway. Although, uh, what are we? Uh, we are eleven days away uh, from the next season of Lucifer dropping. So that's 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 what's gonna that's what's gonna rip me away from X Files is is when that season five of Lucifer drops. Do you remember when like I remember the 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 best part of the year was like when school started and all the new shows would drop. So and you were like. Here's a funny thing. I actually had that thought earlier. So, like, you know, I, I was like, at, as I'm on season two of X Files now, um, and as I'm looking, and I'm like, God, like, how many episodes are in this season? You forget, like, dude, there used to be 25, 26 episodes in a season. Like, it was none of this 10 episode drop and binge shit. Like, no, like, like 26 weeks of your life were spent waiting for you know Friday night and the X Files to come on or you know whatever the whatever your show here like it it was yeah it it was like half the year was covered with that stuff. Well, and that was the thing. It was summertime. It was like goddamn reruns, and then you go outside and you play baseball because there's nothing else to do. Right. Um, now it's like literally like my daughter's like doesn't even leave the house when she's not working. It's like because she's binging Friends or whatever the hell you know the Office or right. like that '70s show or. You know, whatever it is she finds next week. You know what I mean? It's like, yep. you know, you had to go to damn Blockbuster and you had to rent like the movies that were picked over because everyone else, all the good shit was gone. And you were happy. You had to have the friend that worked there that would set shit aside for you. Right. Dude, I haven't been in this house but what, 15, 16 years? Like, I remember when the Blockbuster was on the corner of Walton and uh, University. Huh? And like, I remember seeing the neighbors there. Like we were telling that story. Like when did that? When did that blockbuster finally close? It wasn't that long ago. Well, didn't we? We talked about this. God, we talked about this years ago. Where yep, blockbuster could have bought Netflix for ten million dollars back in the day. They would have ruined it. <sighs> Maybe. It's kind of like Redbox. Like, like you thought Redbox would be a thing, but like Redbox, they they try to go the digital route. I don't, are they making my? Who knows. Are they making money? Like again, I I need another subscription. Like I need a freaking right ass. Did I say that out loud? You did. No. Uh all right. That wraps us up. That does wrap us up. We're gonna wrap things up for episode three sixty of the IT and the D show. Uh hope everybody's staying safe. On behalf of Bob, Dave, and Randy, do us all a favor. Drink up your drinks. Get your phone numbers. You don't gotta go home. You just gotta get the hell out of here. See you next week. Drive careful. Beat it. See you guys.